or visit us at YourSterlingPharmacy.com to transfer your prescriptions today. We look forward to meeting you. 14 degrees with a cloudy sky at uh, 721. Joining us now in our studio is uh, Rice County Attorney John Fossum. Good morning, John. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you so much for coming in. You had to dodge the construction crews early this morning. Yeah, it's, it's and uh, it's it's nice out there. It's a little cold. Just mm-hmm. just some few little flakes drifting down. I think that's actually debris oh, okay. <laughs> from the construction next door. <laughs> and folks, I'll warn you in advance. If you hear some loud thumping or banging in the background, that is, I think they're breaking up the uh, foundation for the Archer House yeah, this morning or something. Yeah. We've we've heard some some noises. Uh, well, thanks for coming in. Let's. Uh, a couple of things that we want to talk to you about today. Uh, let's talk about the new jail and how it's going to be funded. There's a proposal that's come from the uh, Rice County uh, Board of uh, funding that uh, potentially with a sales tax increase. Uh, can Do you know, uh, you know, I guess the mechanisms behind that from a legal standpoint, what they would have to do if that were to come to be? Sure. Well, we're talking about a, a $50 million project. And so uh, obviously, the county will pay bond, you know, issue bonds to pay for that. And one of the mechanisms that they're looking for as a way to pay back the bonds is to issue the sales tax. And uh, the sales tax, um, I think the number they approved was uh, three eighths of a point, so point three seven five percent. And the board uh, proposes that they send it to the uh, legislature. The legislature will. If the legislature passes it, then it comes back for the voters to consider in the fall. So it would be on the ballot in November if the legislature approves it this session. Do you have an idea how long it's going to take to pay back $50 million or, or more? Uh, is that going to be a permanent three uh, 0.375 increase, or will it expire in X amount of years? And I think the plan is it would expire either when the bonds expire or when when they remove it, and I think the bonds would be uh, 20 to 30 year bonds, depending on the, the interest rates and everything else when the bonding goes out uh, later this year. All right. Rice County Attorney John Fossum will uh, find out more about that. Have they taken that to the legislature yet, or is that still in the works? Do you know? The requirement was that the legislature uh, have it referred to them by January, uh, by the end of January, which is why the board acted on it on January 31st. And so it has been sent to the legislature, uh, and where where it is in in the legislature is it. I'm, I'm not privy guessed. to, but <laughs> okay, that is uh, that's the next step. And so if the legislature uh, passes that, uh, presumably with some other things this year, um, then it, it comes back, and the voters get the opportunity to be heard on what they think about that this fall. All right, uh, let's talk about. Um, an incident that happened, uh, I believe, just last week, there was a, a Rice County deputy involved with a, uh, a highway death on uh, Highway 60 outside of Fairbone, a rather unusual circumstance. Uh, a woman was uh, evidently uh, in on Highway 60 uh, in Faribault at uh, 2 o'clock in the morning and uh, there's been some video released of uh, the incident. Uh, just a strange, strange story. Can you shed a little light on that? What do you know about that? Well, the the it's still under investigation by the the state patrol, and because uh, it involves a sheriff's deputy, uh, they referred it to the state patrol for investigation. It occurred on on Highway 60 just 
uh, east of Morristown, uh, you know, a good uh, 12, 15 miles from, from Faribault. And uh, the, uh, the squad video that the, the sheriff's office released last week showed that the deputy was, was traveling along um, at 59 miles an hour in a 60-mile-an-hour zone on, on Highway 60. And it's a dark highway. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. And suddenly you see an object in front of the car. And it's uh, about two seconds uh, before a, a possible crash there. And, and so it's pretty, uh, it seems likely there wasn't any time for him to react or do anything. Um, you know, it, it, you're traveling at 86 feet per second at 60 miles an hour. And, you know, a car takes 130 feet to stop. So if you if you got two seconds, that's not enough time for the car to stop. Or do anything. So uh, I think that uh, we'll see what the 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 uh, state patrol report says. We'll see what the uh, autopsy report says. But there's a lot of information we just don't have yet. All right. When, uh, if and when, at what point will your office, I guess, get involved in this? I have. Have you had you have, you haven't had direct involvement in the case yet, have you? No, I have not. And so okay. what I have is the the public information that. That you have, and, and so we will be waiting for that report from the state patrol. We'll be waiting for the the uh, autopsy report from the medical examiner's office, and then because it involves a a sheriff's deputy, a Rice County sheriff's sergeant, we will be referring it out to another agency for the review. So another county attorney's office will be making the review. It won't be up to me to decide what what happens if there's going to be any any prosecution, but we will make sure that we follow a, a fair process and and everything everything investigated appropriately all right uh the um rice county has recently uh decided to combine some of their departments not yours i guess you're not directly involved in this but uh social services and corrections so there is uh, some connection, I guess, to you with that uh, corrections department. What are your thoughts on that? Can you, can you give us some insight as to uh, uh, what uh, you know what happened there? Why did they they made that decision? And I think what it is is uh, our longtime social services director Mark Shaw retired last month, and they saw that as an opportunity to uh, say that you know instead of simply appointing a new social services director, they could rethink the way they, they do uh, uh, operate those, those departments. And so instead of a new social services director, we have a new deputy county administrator who is now Rick Giesecke, who was our director of community corrections. And so he will be overseeing those, those departments. They're adding more management uh, to the uh, social services department and to the corrections department. So those people will be providing the, the direction to, to the employees and uh, answering to Rick, and Rick will have the opportunity to kind of control stuff. But um, the social services department has, of course, grown pretty significantly over the years. It's funded a great deal by, by state funds and, and uh, by, by federal funds. But there's a, there's a lot of staff there, and there's a lot going on, and it's uh, it's really its own kind of unit, but by having social services and community corrections, community corrections, we know it as our probation department, 
Uh, they do deal with people on pretrial release. They deal with juveniles who are being prosecuted uh, for delinquency offenses or for who have um, other issues such as truancy. And um, social services often deals with those same people and deals with those same agencies. So they thought there might be some efficiencies, some opportunity for those groups to work better together, particularly if they're in the same unit and or if they have the same uh, or you know, respond to the same organizational structure. Mm-hmm. And so that's the that's the goal. This is a, a model that is used in Olmstead County. And uh, a couple of other, I think, um, Crow Wing County up north, which is roughly the size of Rice County uh, in population. And so with those those counties uh, having uh, plowed this ground for us, it's an opportunity to see if we can achieve greater efficiency in in the way those units can work together and have a, a, a single um, department head who is actually the deputy county administrator how long is this plan uh, going to take to come together is it i'm sure it's in the works right now and you've got uh, so, some of those goals accomplished but any idea how long that's going to take well um rick is already in place as our, mm-hmm. our deputy administrator and there are um they are filling some of those supervision positions and uh, moving forward with all of the uh extra work they need to do to get this done I don't know the the details of when they expect to have it all lined up, but uh, I think it's more of an evolution than a than a, a snap process. So I think mm-hmm. it's gonna a lot of it is gonna take a while. Okay. Uh, once again, John Fossum is with us uh, for the Rice County Attorney. Uh, John, we've talked uh, last two years about the court backlog and getting trials going. Uh, you know, we've had. During January, the big spike in COVID, it seems to be uh, easing right now. Uh, where is your office at as far as uh, its daily functions and uh, uh, holding trials and clearing off uh, some of that docket? You know, part of what we're doing in order to help meet the backlog is we're bringing in some additional staff. And so we're, uh, we're going to hire uh, two additional lawyers and one additional support staff to uh, help meet that need. Uh, we're currently fully staffed uh, among lawyers. We've got 10 full-time lawyers in the office, including me, and we're going to go up to 12 to make sure that we're, we're doing better to do this, this using federal funds to help meet that backlog. Uh, we have two cases that I think are still calendared for trial uh, on Monday, and if those go forward... Um, in the meantime, uh, a lot of cases were resolved yesterday at settlement conferences, so we're able to clear some of the things out of the way. According to the numbers I got from the court last week, uh, we have achieved what the court's goal was for our backlog in March uh, here in the first week of February. So we feel like we're, we're meeting their goals, um, but we're also uh, you know, clear that these these cases aren't just numbers. They're also people. There are things going on that we can't just ignore. And so we're not going to dismiss cases if we're not looking out for the victims. We're not going to dismiss cases if these people are a danger to public safety. And we're not going to just get rid of cases. We will make sure that we are following our obligations to protect public safety, protect our victims, and, and to uh, get accountability where people have, have caused problems. All right. John, that's all I have for you. Uh, Anything else you'd like to mention when we have you here? 
No, I think that's what I have for you this morning, Jeff. Thanks. Sounds good. Thank you so much for coming in. We appreciate it. We'll see you next month. All right. Thank you. Rice County Attorney John Fossum. Listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN Northfield.